Hey, we know you like listening to podcasts. But do you know, we'd love to listen to you too. Creating your podcast has never been easier. Download the Hubhopper Studio app and start your podcast for free. Happy podcasting. Hubhopper Originals. Hello and welcome. You're listening to How's That? A Hubhopper original podcast where we take a look at the biggest and latest news from the world of cricket. I'm your host Vish the Dish. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of How's That? I'm sitting here with Nikhil, our resident cricket expert. And Nikhil, first of all, your 3-0 prediction for this India-Australia ODI series is already out the window. What do you think? Thanks for having me again, Vish. And I know this this win for Australia came as a shock for most of us. And credit goes to the inexperienced Australian side, whether it's Aaron Finch's captaincy or or you know the bowling of Berendorf, or uh, almost after a long, long gap of forty years that India has won two Test matches. So in that particular series, India lost that series three two. So hopefully, you know, they can hang on and keep a hold of this final fourth test to take home the victory this time. Yes, I'm very happy that this time the series is just a four test matches. So yeah. India <laughs> cannot lose from this point, but I'm pretty sure that they're going to win the fourth test and taking up to 3-1. Right, definitely. Uh, what about some other big performances? Of course, Jasprit Bumrah had his career best figures of nine for 86. Um it was clearly a, a Pacers game uh, in this match. Uh, yes. To everybody's surprise, uh, we all expected spinners to do well. But this time it was the pace try of India. Uh, Jaspeed Bumrah, Mohammad Shami and Ishan Sharma who really performed well. And uh, if you look at the entire calendar year, you know, all these three uh, Pacers have been doing well. All of them have got more than 45 wickets each. And uh, the 9 for 86, which was uh, a match-winning performance by Bumrah, really helped us. Yeah. Yes. Looking at the... Jai Richardson. Uh, they got Indians out cheaply and uh, yes, but I'm definitely uh, looking forward to a 2-1 win for India. So, what do you think went wrong for the Indian side in this game? Uh, let's talk about Australian batting first. So, 288 was a pass score compared to the average first inning score at uh, Sydney Cricket Ground being close to 325. Right. And uh, once Australia got to 288, everybody was expecting India to get to 289 and win this ODI. But to start with, Indian lost, uh, you know, a couple of wickets very cheaply. Uh, Shikhar Dhawan, Nambati Raidu, both of them getting out for a duck. And uh, Virat Kohli, who's been the most consistent uh, batsman for India, getting out... Uh, for three runs so that brought India to four for three yeah. and to be at that you know stage for any team it's take, it takes a lot of catching up to kind of you know uh, get a fourth wicket uh, partnership going and then kind of uh, reach a target of 289 yeah so that fourth wicket partnership of what was it 137 runs between Rohit Sharma and MS Dhoni um, at that point you started to believe the side as well I mean Cummins had uh, had a huge game for Australia as well. It took a handful of wickets yeah. and, you know, even his second inning yeah. uh, knock was... Uh, it, that's what kept Australia in the game in that second uh, inning. But obviously it wasn't quite enough in the end. So I, I really felt that Pat Cummings was the only guy who had come there with a determined mind to give India a fight. Yeah, His six-odd wickets in the second innings and his uh, 60-odd runs... Um, I don't remember the exact figure, but 60-odd runs in the fourth innings actually helped them take the match to the fifth day. Otherwise, it was all done and dusted within the first four days. Exactly, yeah. But, you know, where Australia faltered, I believe, is their first innings. They fell too short. And and just coming up with 150-odd runs, 
giving away such a huge lead you know it's very difficult for any team to come back from there right so what do you think we can expect from the next test this final test do you think india is going to be aggressive and put in just as much of a powerful lineup as they can or you think they'll look forward more to the ODI series and think you know resting players or uh playing again you started to think okay maybe this can turn out in our favor but you know obviously it didn't end up that way 137 runs partnership did did cement uh, india's uh, you know kind of movement towards achieving that target but uh, mahendra singh dhoni was not at his best uh he was consuming way too many balls and you could see the discomfort between running uh, you know between the wickets yeah. if you talk about rohit sharma so rohit sharma was uh, as fluent as he can get and you know with mahendra singh no dhoni not kind of scoring at uh, you know the pace required the pressure was again mounting on rohit sharma right. who batted excellently and scored 50% of the runs or more than that yeah so at the time that dhoni got out the required run rate was around somewhere around 8 and obviously you could see that pressure building up and slowly that run rate rising and rising until the point where it was getting to 15 16 and over yes and even after dhoni getting out india kept losing wickets at regular intervals yeah. because of which you know uh, rohit sharma was running out of partners and he knew that you know if india were to get closer to or even achieve this target he had to you know kind of a longer game here as we all know kohli he's his one guy who you know just just wants to make the most of it and he's going to go there firing on cylinders and ensuring that india wins this series 3-1 right. and i'm pretty sure that uh, he's he's uh, though he'll be having a luxury to test the bench strength i don't know how much would he want to and he would just ensure that uh, this this lead that they've got they would want to take it up to 3-1 and ensure that australia remembers this thrashing at home <laughs> Well, let's hope that's how it all turns out. Thanks, Nikhil, for joining me here today. As always, very insightful comments. We'll be looking forward to this final test match coming up in about a week's time. Uh, and in the meantime, everyone, thanks for tuning in. I hope you all have a lovely new year and have set up all your resolutions for 2019. Yeah, any final comments, Nikhil? No, <laughs> I would like to wish everybody happy new year. I'm really, very really happy uh, that. you know we are entering this fourth uh, fourth test match at a juncture where in india is at all time high and i just want them to uh, win this test match as well and giving you know nightmare hit on every ball right and uh, you know anybody coming in it was difficult because the australian bowlers uh, you know especially uh, berendorf uh, loyen and also uh, richardson they were kind of mixing the pace very well right and that was making things difficult for the indian batsmen Yeah, speaking of Jai Richardson, a really impressive performance from someone playing the fifth or sixth uh, game for for the Australian side. The four wickets that he took, all important wickets. Not none of them, you know, picking off tailenders. They were so picking up, you know, Kohli, Raidu, Karthik, and Jadeja. Four big wickets of players that would have made undoubtedly a huge impact on the Indian score. For any team, it's very important that the new ball bowlers, you know. Uh, either they don't leak runs or they get wickets if they get wickets nothing like it and if you talk about richardson he did what it captain actually asked for he got yeah. them two quick wickets to start with he got kohli caught and then the following ball he got uh, right to lbw and he was actually responsible for for india's bad start yeah to the australian team <laughs> that's great all right well thanks nikhil and thanks everyone for listening catch you next time <laughs>